All right, here we go. One, two, three. Oh, yeah. That was quick on the draw. All right, here we go. One, two, three. Today, one of these lucky contestants will win his or her weight in fish right here on Wheel Okay, let's play the game. Do you have this movie? This was YouTube. This is episode 284 on January 17th, 2019. Set your photo apps down, iPhone photographers. It's time for Tiny Shutter Podcast. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Tiny Shutter Podcast, where we talk about iPhone photography and other things. I'm Joseph Ferreira. I'm Dave Podner. I'm Greg McMillan. And I'm Matt Hoffman. Welcome back, gentlemen. Matt and I were gone. Dave and Greg held down the fort with Mark. Uh, let's go around the room and see how everybody's doing. How are you doing, Matt? I'm hanging in there, Joe. You feeling better? I, uh, yeah, I apologize for missing last week, but I had gotten like a stomach bug or something like that and just really was not feeling up to it last week. But all is well now. All is well. Good. With the exception of one thing. Uh-oh. My moment wide lens is <sighs> ruined. No! Wait, do I have something for that? Nope. Barely. Ah. Uh, so. <laughs> so I lost the lens cap to it like a while ago, and I'd just been putting it in the little, uh, like, soft pouch that comes with it. and. Yeah. You know, I keep it in my car, and it's been living in like the center console of my car. And apparently, that's not not a great place for it. Yeah. <laughs> so it's uh kind of like got these really bad scuff marks or something like in a in a circle like around the center of the lens, and um, it's pretty much to the point now where it, it shows up in photos that I'm taking. So. Let me let me ask you a question because I was just now thinking of it. What if you took the rest of the um, layer off? Would it still? I don't know. Somebody else suggested that because I had uh, uh, to posted a picture in our group like yesterday. I think to kind of show that I'm an idiot and <laughs> you know make sure you. Make sure you use your lens cap if you have a yeah. moment lens. And, um, yeah, somebody said something similar to that. And I don't, I like, I don't know. And honestly, I'm willing to try. I just don't know the best way to do oh, that. Yeah. I'm kind of thinking, like, maybe alcohol. Uh, yeah, I could try that. I was thinking, like, I don't know, maybe like a couple thousand grit silicon carbide sandpaper sure maybe you need uh, to start a little uh a little bigger and then work it down i don't know i i could be totally telling you something that would screw it all up <laughs> i don't know if if like an alcohol or, or something that would be able to break down the uh the the film i'm not sure yeah i don't know it's just it is really bad, though. And I mean, it's been kind of like that for like a little while now. And um, I was getting like a lot of like flares and stuff like that that I knew were yeah. caused by, you know, whatever was going on on the front element there. Um, but now it's, I don't, I don't know, like it, it's basically making like this dark like ring in my right. pictures. Mm. And, like, Obviously so, like, noticeable. It is noticeable, yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, I could probably edit it out, but, you know, I don't want to have to do that all the time. <laughs> so, yeah. oh, well, what can you do? But, um, yeah, I don't know. Other, other than that, um, I uh, finished uh, getting all my pictures onto my computer, and then I, I removed, like... 
geez, I don't know, like 4,000 pictures from my phone. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. So I don't know. I guess it'll be like my yearly photo maintenance. You know, get, get rid of, uh, get rid of 2018 and right. Make space for 20. Now there, there is stuff that I left on there. Like, um, just pictures from like earlier last year where I had, intend to do something with them and i haven't yet yeah like some videos that i need to make and stuff like that so um i still have some stuff on my on my phone i've and got forty two thousand or forty two thousand forty two hundred on mine oh i was gonna say holy cow no yeah <laughs> that's the problem that's the one down uh downside about having like 256 gigs worth of space on your phone. Um, yeah, I, I guess, I guess, you know, it's funny. I was actually just thinking about that the other day. Cause, um, I have like 155 gigs free at the moment mm. on my 250 gigabyte phone. And I was like, all right, next iPhone, I'm definitely not going for the, um, 500 gigabyte version no no. so yeah you don't need a half terabyte (laughs) yeah yeah like it sounds good it sounds like something i need but the reality is i don't Uh, but i'm gonna do a full length movie in 4k (laughs) oh yeah i know i you know what and that is something i would tell myself and (laughs) i i haven't even used my um my uh, gimbal yet oh yeah yeah we were out on uh i guess it was over the weekend we were out and and went to a place and my son was sled riding down a hill and i was kind of like running with the iphone like next to him to get some video and i was like dang it this would have been perfect for <laughs> the osmo and i didn't yeah. even bring it with me darn it uh, <laughs> yeah but there will be some opportunities this this coming weekend. I'm sure we're supposed to get like a foot of snow. So, yeah, yeah, that's that's right. cool. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm excited. I love snow. Uh, yeah, I, I told some people that earlier today at a, one of my accounts, and they pretty much told me to get lost and never come back. Oh uh, yeah, that's like us with rain. We've been getting a ton in, of rain. If it was, if it got as cold as it does up where you guys are, then we would have had a ton of snow. But that that doesn't happen that often. <clears throat> so, right on. Well, welcome back. It's good to have you back on the show. Uh, see here, Greg. How are you doing? I'm doing very well. Uh, we're not having much snow here. Well, we have a we have a couple of inches, really. That's about it. But we're we're dealing with some pretty cold temperatures. So, um, yeah, it's. Uh, uh, I'm sure we'll have a winter wonderland at some point. We usually do, and sometimes it doesn't really hit us until February. But um, when it does, it'll be interesting. You know, my my snowblower's ready to go. <laughs> I bet. I always say you you could fix a snowblower, but you can't fix your back. So, uh, it, it's a good thing to have. Mind you, last year I think I only used it maybe three or four times. So sometimes we don't get a a, a lot of snow over the winter. But um, dude, I, been I a, came home from work early yesterday just to make sure mine is running good. There you go. You know, one of these <laughs> one one of these days, I'll have to actually. I see. I've been in the, this house now for thirteen years. One of these days, I'll have to actually buy a snow shovel at some point. <laughs> <laughs> Just to say you have one. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe maybe never use it, but just to say you got yes. one. <laughs> uh, and it's sitting there. It's ready. I'm yeah. ready for it. If Bring I have on. one, I won't have to use it. But I've gone 13 years and never had to use one. So sometimes I wish I had oh, one. Oh, Joe, but. Joe, you don't know what you're missing. Because <laughs> <laughs> you used to live. <laughs> excuse me, you used to live in California, right? I know. We we'd see snow yeah. in pictures and on television. Well, 
tell you what, when we get a big blast of snow, <laughs> I'll put some in a, some kind of a container oh, you're cooled with liquid nitrogen, nice. and I'll send it to you. Sweet. <laughs> Hopefully you can get through customs. <laughs> yeah, well, it's just water. <laughs> it's Canadian just water. very cold water. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, it, it's it's been a busy week for me just at work, though, Um you know, this is the week I work my four 12-hour shifts, so uh, not much time for photography, unfortunately. But I will be going out this weekend, and um, there's a there's a place not too far from here. It's uh, Sulphur Springs, and it's I've never been there, so it's going to be interesting to see. And it's you know these Sulphur Springs, and they're they're really warm, and it's supposed to be really cold, so. From what I hear, there could be some really interesting frost formations to uh, capture. So I'm looking forward to that. But uh, yeah, other than that, it's been pretty quiet for me. Nice. Well, welcome back to the show. Um, I'm just going to say that to everybody, but no. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, Dave, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing good. I'm just I'm waiting for the same... Snowpocalypse Part One that uh, Matt's waiting on. Nice. Um, not not so much as with bated breath as he is. More of um, annoyance, and I don't want to say dread, but just annoyance. <laughs> but um, one thing I found out was it's really good to have a case on your iPhone, um, especially if you tend to run with said phone and try to take pictures as you're running. Did you drop it? I dropped it. Yeah. Oh. oh, no damage. Oh, good. No damage. But um, how so? How did you manage that? Uh, well, uh, last Sunday during the uh, frigid five miler run, I was taking pictures during the run. <laughs> so that was pretty much me taking off the running glove, um, taking the phone out of my pocket, swiping to get the camera up. Taking a photo or a couple of photos, putting the phone back in my pocket and putting the glove back on. And during that whole, I took around uh, six or seven photos over the five miles. So during that whole process, uh, one time my hands just kind of got a little fumbly and the um, phone hit the concrete. Uh but and this was a impact case. I actually I got from Sam's Club when it was on sale for like fifteen dollars, and no damage at all. Wow! No, it it's the type that has the um, the lip around the front. So unless it falls on something pointy, the screen actually wouldn't touch. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's all right then. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, admittedly, I was like I said, I was I wasn't running at a super fast speed, but I was kind of going downhill, and the thing kind of thump, <clears throat> and you see, and you see it just kind of boom, 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 on the uh, middle of the road there, and the person behind me was able to pick it up, and I ran back and got it off of them, and yeah. was like, oh, please don't be broken, please don't yeah. be broken, yeah. <laughs> but you no, know, this survived. It, it survived well, and. It, it's amazing, and live photos help with this too. But if you the 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 kind of pictures you can get while you're in motion, and not even smooth motion like you're in a car, but you know, kind of jiggly up and down motion, uh, you can get without even you know taking the time to stop, stabilize everything, and get a photo. Yeah. So. That was for, in terms of photography. That was pretty much the, the biggest thing was because last weekend for us it was a. I mean, compared to what we're having, it was pretty light. But we got around three inches of snow right before uh, the night before the race. So it was one of those things where even the the race organizer said, "Well, the county." It was actually in a county park, and the organizer said, "Well, the county came through. They." plowed the road they salted it a couple times but it's only in the mid-20s and the salt's not a hundred percent you know had didn't have enough time to really do a hundred percent perfect so take it easy don't go for any personal best and just <laughs> have fun and enjoy the race yeah 
And so it was like, okay, I was thinking, well, you know what? If I'm just going to take it as a fast jog, might as well see if I can get some decent photos out of it. Because, you know, it's a lot of these places, especially during a race, you're running in places that you're maybe driving through. But, you know, if you're driving through something, it's really hard to stop in the middle of the road and take a decent picture. Especially if you're the one driving. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, you know, I might as well see if I can get some decent photos. And I use the um, the um, moments feature of the photo app, which I talked about a couple weeks ago, to kind of stitch together a slideshow with music of the race itself. So it, that turned out really good. And um, it's amazing how with relatively little effort and everything can find on the phone, how you can get something that actually looks pretty good and flows pretty nice too. Nice. Yeah. Uh, going back to, you know, breaking things I, this year was like the first time in six years since both my wife and I have had, um, uh, iPhones that we've broken screen protectors and, you know, and, and I think about it, it's like, man, I'm glad I had that on there. You know, there's mm-hmm. there's some people, they, they don't want to put a case on there. They don't want to have a screen protector on there. But, you know, I don't have to go through the hassle of having to take my phone in to be repaired either. Um, and I know, I know somebody who uh, was that way. They don't want to put anything on their phone. They just want to use their phone as it is. And they went a good three, four months with a cracked screen. And I'm like, mm-hmm. man, that would drive me nuts. Um, I'd much rather replace a screen protector than to have to, you know, send my phone in to be repaired. So use them. They're good. <laughs> yes. Well, um, yeah, like I said, I, I appreciate you guys uh, holding down the fort while Matt and I were gone. Um, I was I was at, a, at an event in Columbia, South Carolina, with with my wife, and so I was unable to um, I was unable to record. <clears throat> but I did get to talk to some people about iPhone photography and podcasting and ah. all that, and it was fun because I I, I enjoy you know, pulling out my little carousel and putting it on my, uh, stylus, um, stylus, there we go with a Z, uh, case and you them go, what is that? You know, the, the one downfall, uh, downside about having the carousel is it looks like you're carrying a skull can in your pocket. Uh, so people think you chew. And, um, <laughs> and, and so I pull it out and I, I pop it on there. And when that first lens pops out, they're like, wow, that is cool. And they're like, I've never seen anything like that before. And, uh, one of the other wives was like, told her husband, I want one. And <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry, dude. Um, <clears throat> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, but it was fun just to be able to talk a little bit, you know, sort of be uh, an evangelist for iPhone photography and, and be, and, you know, just telling people that what they can do, you know, the, you know, there's still people that just will take snapshots and, and not dive into the artistic or the, you know, really look at their composition and, and uh, try to create some good images. It's like, yeah, I took pictures of the kids and the dog and yeah, we're standing over here. I'm holding my arm out, taking a picture of us. And, you know, those are their standard issue, uh, images. And so, uh, they really liked the macro lens. They thought that was really cool. Um, but it, it was fun. I enjoyed it. It was a, uh, I, I we ended up going earlier in the day, to the South Carolina War Museum, and that was really cool. I didn't. I didn't take any pictures there. I, you know, I, I wanted to look at, read, you know, just kind of look at the stuff and not really, you know, just be there taking pictures. My wife took a picture of me standing next to a World War II jeep, but you know, that was to send to my son and say, "Hey, son, what about this jeep?" You know, type stuff. <clears throat> 
but you know, I was there for the moment. I was there to kind of see. And if it was a place that I probably may never step foot in again, then that there's a good possibility I could take some pictures. But being that it's an hour away, I, I had no need to, um, you know, take pictures. I just wanted to enjoy walking through and, um, and looking at and reading and all, all the different things that were in the museum. It was really cool. So we did that this weekend and, um, and, uh, yeah, so I, the only other photography that I did, I'll talk about a little bit later when we talk about raw images. So let's go ahead and uh, move into a little bit of news. News team, assemble! All right, let's see here. Pull up my notes. Um, actually, uh, Dave, let's... Uh, Let's go ahead and uh, uh, we'll send it to you and we'll do the uh, what the update app update with Instagram. <laughs> sure. And this is one now I use Instagram a lot. I'll say this, but I use it primarily for sharing post. Yeah. Um, I'm not a heavy user of the stories, but I know people are. Yeah. Um, and I know people who swear off Facebook, who use Instagram as one of their primary um, social media. So apparently Instagram is jumping on the bandwagon question mark. So now you can do voice messaging through Instagram messages. Whatever so happened can, to whatever happened to using a cell phone as a phone? You mean actually call somebody? Yeah. Oh, no, no, no one ever does that, that anymore. Antiquated feature. <laughs> that is a pet peeve of Ruth, where <laughs> seriously, you'll be like, someone will either Facebook Messenger or just regular send her a message. And she's like, why didn't you just pick up the phone and call me? <laughs> I, I don't want to message you back and forth. Give me a call. We can talk about it. We can be done with it and move on. We don't have to do this stupid messaging thing left and right. I actually asked so. a couple, uh, a few teenagers yesterday, how many oh. of you guys actually make phone calls on your phone? Half of them raise their hands. Um, you know, it's like, you know, that used to be the primary function of a phone is to yeah. call somebody. Now it's texting and sending pictures. And now Instagram has voice messaging. Yeah. And this is only for the messaging part inside of Instagram. So you can't do a voice message as a post or add a voice and watch, they'll, they'll do it and someone will hear it and they'll do it. Or you can't add, let's say, a voice over to a post. But you can send some, if you actually go into the messenger by clicking on the uh, upper right, the thing that looks like, and actually I'm going to open it up now, the thing that looks like a, a triangle or, if you will, a... Um, uh, paper airplane on the upper right of the app. You can actually click on someone and down below where you can type your message or take a photo. There's a little microphone there and you can actually just record an audio message and send it off to them. Hmm. Now, the like I said, the only place I can see where this would be kind of handy is let's say you are someone who does not use it all. Um, you, you won't use Facebook, even though we all know Instagram's owned by Facebook. But if you're someone who doesn't use Facebook and you want to send someone an audio, but you can't call them or send them a voicemail, maybe, or use Skype. Yeah. You know, it, 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 I'm trying to think the limited case where, where someone could use this because I know people who have relatives um, overseas and so really callings out of the question. So they, they used to use more uh, Snapchat to send messages back and forth. But well, I can see maybe if Skype something is, is really good, yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I said, that's the other option. If you don't want to you don't want to use Skype, maybe, or if you just want to send voicemail, you know, kind of a voice message. Um, like I said, I know someone who 
Scott's daughter is overseas and the time difference for live voice kind of makes it kind of difficult. So I can see sending a voice note saying, oh, hi, this is mom. Just wanted to let you know everything's okay, you know, type of thing. Other than that, it seems like it's just Instagram hitting a checkbox. Actually, my wife and her sister use something that they record. Hold on one second. Okay. All right, I'm back. They use Marco Polo. Apparently, that's an app where you can record video and audio and then send it as a message. Um, Sort of, I guess, the same way that Instagram Hmm. wants to do. So, yeah, Marco Polo. Okay, yeah, I see. It's like for busy people. Literally, that it says Marco Polo video chat for busy people. Yeah. Uh, whatever happened to snail mail? All right. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is going to be a feature I'm not going to use. No. Um, unless it's with my wife, because that you know, but she she doesn't use Instagram, so that took care of that. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Okay, we'll see what happens. I when you, you when you mentioned doing like voiceover, I was like, oh, actually, that'd be pretty cool, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're not there, so no. Hmm. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, unless somebody yeah, has I a mean, very good reason for me to use it, I'm not. I'm not going to do it. All right. No. What is uh? What is the other uh? Uh, what's the other app thing that you have there? Okay. This is regarding, uh, this is something I talked about probably a good month, month and a half ago um, before the holidays where um, I was doing a a photo kind of um, recipe for, uh, making a slideshow for making chocolate chip cookies. Nice. And I mentioned it briefly, and I finally got around to actually making the slideshow slash video cool. for the... Um, now, I did try three different ways to do it. And originally when I was thinking, I was thinking about doing it through also iMovie or something on the computer, but... I want when I started on it, I rethought and I said, I'm thinking about just limiting to something that would be on the phone right. at no cost. Right. So I selected the and this and I talked about using the memories feature in a photo app before. Yes. Uh, I did one that way. I did one using the Apple Clips app, and one using iMovie on the phone. And it's, I don't want, it, it seems like iMovie was the, the least successful or the least intuitive uh, when it put it, something together. And I don't know if it's a matter of iMovie was around and it still feels like a port of the desktop app. Okay. And nothing that was, because really the clips and the, mo- and the moments feature of photos were kind of built with mobile first in mind right. and it kind of feels it feels that way um the only positive is with iMovie you can do kind of you can do a separate track which is voiceover only but with clips you would have to do the voiceover kind of uh photo by photo so it's eh, there's advantages disadvantages to both of those in terms of getting it out which wasn't too bad um, you can do a couple more things with iMovie in terms of speed if you put video in there. But honestly, for me, it was either be between the moment um, feature or using Apple Clips. Okay. Um, and it really depends on how you feel it turns out. Um, you can add a couple more 
frivolous things like stickers and different things for the Apple clips where the moments, you know, it feels more like a straight slideshow. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I wasn't able to do a voiceover. So Th- that's, that that's when the they do things automatically, isn't it? Yeah. 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 That's the one where, and honestly, with both of these, the first thing I did was actually select all the photos and videos I wanted to use and threw it into its own album. You're right. And that made it a lot easier to pull it into everything, which honestly, I thought I was expecting to be a lot harder to select because I did a decent amount of photos um, and to select it for the clips because you have to do it one at a time. But it was a little bit quicker than I thought it was going to be. So it's just a matter of, you know, if how much, you know, uh, customization or part do you actually want to put into it? Or did you want to just do a simple, you know, oh, I'm just going to throw something together and just share it on Facebook type thing? Okay. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. I'll have links to this uh, post for people to look at the different examples and, you know, definitely give it a try yourself. Uh, you know, and then if you found an easier way of doing things, let us know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. But this definitely. was all this was all that was came straight with the iPhone. These weren't like um, other apps that you had to purchase. These were, these were all apps that were on the iPhone. Right. Right. Or, you know, I mean, with the, uh, the clips was the clips in the iMovie you have to download, but they're at no cost and they come right from Apple. So I think I want to say that iMovie is uh, one of the iOS featured apps isn't it it's a featured app but i don't know if it's a matter of you have to download it because i mean I it may it be there with, you just have to click it to download it type thing but i want to say it came with um oh what are those apps the ones that i never use uh um, what used to be called iLife uh, or I thought it came with like Keynote and iTunes U and Numbers and Pages and Home. I thought that was a. I could be wrong. Well, no, it kind of did. It kind of does. Yeah, it's kind of Apple apps made by Apple. I think they're calling them yeah. now. And and then that, it also uh, came with GarageBand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. And the clips are clips are a little different, but honestly, I can see just with the change of Apple towards being, you know, in the last couple of years, just being a more mobile he- heavy company, um, then putting a little bit more effort and um, resources in something like the Clips app, uh-huh. or just into the built-in Photos app, than it is for iMovie now. Unless you really want to go high end. <laughs> <laughs> well, cool. Yeah, we'll see what. Um, <clears throat> we'll see if things get easier. But yeah, do you want uh, do you want Apple to do it, or do you want to have your own say in how things are done? Mm-hmm. That's that's what everybody has to choose. Exactly. Well, well, cool. All right. Thanks for that. Not a no um, Let's see here. I'll uh, let's go ahead and move into uh, raw files. Um, if you guys have listened in the past, uh, you know I'm not a huge fan of raw. I mean, I'm not against it, but I just don't use it. But Matt had an article that he posted from F Stoppers: How to Get camera raw files on your smartphone uh do you want to give uh give a little overview of that article matt putting you on the spot yeah it, in <laughs> well no it's a, it's fine in retrospect had i not read this like five minutes after i woke up um i don't think i would have shared this in our group because um this is really more Android oriented than it is uh, iPhone oriented. Well, and, we have um, we have uh, that, that, I, I Android listeners. 
Uh, yeah, there's one or two of them out there. Sure. <laughs> um, I, I, so I, my whole thing was, I, I kind of was confused by the complexity of what this article was talking about. So, um, before I got my current computer, my old computer was just to the point where it really wasn't able to handle processing raw files from my Sony camera anymore. It was just too slow. Yeah. So I was just still shooting raw and putting them on my phone and editing them on my phone. And it was really a simple process. It was, um, get the SD, the SD card reader for the iPhone. And, you know, there's a SD card reader that you could get from Apple. It's got a little, uh, lightning connector on it. You plug it into the phone, stick your card in it. It automatically opens the photos app and you can import all the photos on the card or just go through and select the ones you want to import. And, you know, that's it. Bob's your uncle. You got your photos. They're in the photos app. It's all good. You know, and then of course you need to have, you know, apps that can, that can open and do stuff with the raws if you want to edit them. But, you know, nowadays that's like, you know, take your pick. It's like any, any app, you know, Snapseed being probably one of the more popular ones and, and light and, um, I mean, there's just tons of apps out there for editing raw. And, um, so, you know, I'm, I'm reading through this article and it's talking about how, you know, if you want to get your raw files onto your phone, um, probably the best thing to try is a Wi-Fi enabled SD card. Um, and I'm like, what are you talking about? And then it suggested a, a Wi-Fi hotspot card reader, uh, you know, and all this stuff. And then um, I really didn't catch it the first time through, but kind of at the end of that, it's like it says like on iOS, it's simpler. You know, you just do it with the lightning to SD card reader. Um, and then going further than that it's talking about like once you have your raw files on your phone um you know you need some way to to look at them so it's suggesting like apps i never heard of like photomate for like viewing your raw files uh-huh. and i'm just like I, I was so confused the other morning reading this like what what is this article what is happening here um there's stuff about converting your raw files to like a, a JPEG or a, a DNG or TIFF. And I'm like, th- this is way more complicated than, than it really is. And then, you know, the second time through reading, and I was like, okay, this is a little bit more oriented towards Android. So I guess an Android doing stuff with raw is kind of a, a hassle, but yeah. on the iPhone, it's so easy, you know, like, they're easy to get on the phone. And once you edit them, you can re-export them from whatever app you edited in and in like any format you want, you know, JPEG or TIFF or whatever. Um, it's just really, really simple. Um, so I guess, um, I, you know, I posted this and there was a lot of comments on it, but, um, what I really didn't elaborate in my post was, like how how I get the raw files onto my phone. I was just like, yeah, you know, you just get them on there. And <laughs> <laughs> what's the big deal? And then I think that's when you kind of jumped in and you mentioned the uh, the uh, Apple's SD card reader. I guess you had yeah. just picked one up. Yeah, I and I want to make sure. I don't think this was actually an Apple product. It was just a lightning to SD card camera reader. Um, it comes in a white box, but is not an. It doesn't have Apple on it, so it's generic. Um, uh, well, you would know if it was Apple if it costs an arm and a leg. Then it exactly. Was <laughs> no, this was. Uh, uh, I want to say twenty bucks, something like that. Twenty five dollars. Oh, okay. Um, uh, well, the Apple one's twenty nine. Yeah. It, 
Well, actually, let me let me look real quick, and I'll tell you exactly. Um, but it also came with a micro SD card adapter, too. So if you had micro oh, SD, that's that's a deal. Then that's a I deal. <laughs> All right, hold on. Uh, let's see here. Let's look at my orders. And oh, they changed their app. Okay. Um, it was. Did you drum roll, please? Say. Twelve dollars and seventy-five cents. So not bad. No, that's pretty good. Yeah. And so my experience was I popped a SD card in from my Canon 6D and um, took the raw file and uh, downloaded it onto my, um, onto my camera roll. And then I used Snapseed to open it up. And the one thing that Snapseed does is when you open it up, it doesn't give you all of the options to, um, like add, um, uh, the other features, uh, that Snapseed has. It, it wants you to develop the raw image so you can make adjustments, uh, to the raw file and then you convert it into a JPEG. So, kind of the same thing you would do on a computer uh you're doing yeah you would start off in camera raw yeah you know and then from there you would go into photoshop yes so um so I'll, the only thing i did was uh, adjust the exposure because i had the exposure close to what i wanted um and the and so i just made a slight a slightly darker and then it was I mean, it was easy. And then after that, I could do whatever I want. But yeah, I mean, I, I think, uh, I, I think I, I would use raws a little bit more. I just didn't like having to do raw on the computer. It was, it was just to me a hassle. And if I can do it on the phone, then I might play, play around with it more. So. I would be talking more now if I didn't have a cat that was incessantly yeah. <laughs> meowing at me at the moment. It got loose. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. It got loose. Well, cool. All right. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Greg, we have a weatherproof travel case from Moment. Very good. Go ahead and talk about yeah. it. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, this is a brand new product they just released a few days ago or maybe last week. And uh, uh, I received mine on, I think it was Monday or Tuesday. Um, and it's really cool. Um, it has some adjustable little compartments in on the inside where you can, um, you know, you can... Right now, at when it when I pulled it out of the box, it came ready to go to put four lenses in, and then uh, you could actually put a you know your cell phone in your or um, I have a like a battery pack thing that I could use to charge my phone when I'm out and out and about there, and uh, and I've got the uh, the lens cleaning pen from Moment. I've got it stuck in there too. And Wait, how big is this? These, it's about. Uh, I want to say about eight inches long, but maybe six or seven inches wide and about two inches high. So okay. it, it's not very big, but it's, it's, it's a really good size for putting, you know, your mobile photography accessories in. Um, I mean, and it actually has three little pockets in the, the lid that flips up. There's three little pockets in there for uh, SD cards. So it's uh, actually a good companion for any kind of photography, um, like for your DSLR work and whatnot. And uh, and then there's a like a mesh pocket on the side. You could put cables in there or whatever. I have my uh, uh, my filter adapters in there and a uh, a charging cable. So 
uh, as I mentioned earlier, I'm going to go to these uh, sulfur springs and um, do some photography in some pretty cold weather. So my battery pack, I'll be able to keep it plugged into my iPhone yes. in the cold so that it doesn't quit, right? It doesn't shut yeah. off because of the cold. And um, and I'll have all my lenses with me. Um, I've got four lenses. I've got everything but the Superfish. So I'll have, be able to have all four with me. I'll be able to pick and choose whatever I want, I want to use and and uh, and this thing is really, uh, you know, really protective on the outside. It's got a nice, um, you could call it a hard soft shell. It's it's kind of hard, but it's soft, like it's flexible. And and the zipper, when you close the zipper on the thing, it has a, a nice, um, you know, flaps that cover the zipper, the top and bottom. Um, kind of hard to explain, but it's it's it's. I bet you could put this thing out in the rain and it will not get your stuff wet on the inside. Nice. Uh, it's pretty cool. And and on the uh on the one side there is a little handle where you can just carry it. But um I haven't quite figured out how I'm going to uh carry it around with me when I do get out. Um I may take a like a shoulder strap off a laptop bag or something and and you know, find a way to put it on that way. And, uh, and then I'll be able to just kind of sling it over my shoulder and carry it that way. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's very cool. It's, I think, uh, I think it's about $50 American Yes. on the moment website. Yep. And, um, I think it's worth every penny because it's, it's, it's very durable and, and kind of stylish. It's it's black, and I think they might have it in white as well. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's pretty cool. That is cool. And they oh, it's got a little SD card uh, holder. Yeah. Sweet. <laughs> yeah, there's actually three of them. Yeah, I you know there's there's sometimes I. I what did I have? I used something for a while to carry my, um, you know, my my iPhone 3GS, my 4S, and like the Olo clips and the extra carousel that I have from Stylus. Uh, but I don't know what I did with it. I, I set it down somewhere. But uh, I need to I need to relook at at uh, getting myself a case. Yeah, I don't have any of the moment stuff, so I don't want to be one of those guys that has a moment bag but no lenses. Um, <laughs> but I mean, you could use this for anything, really. Like, right? Uh, <laughs> I'm teasing, but yeah, yeah. Uh, no, it looks pretty cool, especially if it's able to protect uh, certain lenses. <clears throat> Sorry. Um, yeah. <laughs> 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 Sorry, man. I didn't hear that. Yeah. <laughs> so no, that's cool. Yeah, we'll have well, the, links. The nice thing about it. Oh, good. Yeah, the nice thing about it too, real quick, is that when I put the lenses in these little pockets in here, I don't have to have them in their little uh, cloth bags, so they're a lot more accessible, quicker to to get in and out. Because I know with those little cloth bags that they that, that they come with the lenses, um, especially the tele and the wide angle, sometimes they're so tight to get in these bags that I've almost dropped them one time, you know, mm. like in the elements and I'm just petrified of doing that. And, uh, so at least with this way, I can just open it up, grab one and close it and be done with it. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I, I've dropped lenses before. It's not fun, especially when it pops open, you have to try to put it back together. All right. Um, <laughs> Uh, nifty 50. I did that with my nifty 50. Um, all right. Yeah. I'll have links for all these things that we talked about in the show notes. So, uh, don't worry if you don't, if you can't find what we're looking for, just go to tinyshutter.com and look for this episode and you will see the show notes. All right. I think it is time for us to move into our post pick of the week. All right, and I think today is Greg's turn. Yeah, um, 
this week, uh, this, this challenge, it was actually went for three weeks because we, uh, we kind of, um, extended it from last week. Uh, and it was, um, your favorite image from 2018. And we had, uh, oh, probably 50 or 60 some, uh, um, submissions to the Facebook group. And this one, uh, we've selected is by Matt DeVore and it's a black and white street scene with, uh, what looks to be some, you know, maybe older weathered, uh, multiple story buildings. Uh, and it's, it's at the corner and you could just see part of the intersection, but it's very, um, uh, very somber looking, I guess, for lack of better words, but it looks yeah. really cool. And there's a person walking on the sidewalk, um, kind of walking towards the center of the frame. And there's a, there's, you know, there's the building that he's walking beside and then you get to the corner and then the street goes off down at an angle towards like away from the, from his, where he was standing and it gets a little darker as it goes back. So it almost looks like a little bit of a layered effect to it. Yeah. But he shot it with his iPhone 10 and he, um, did his edit in Snapseed and mixtures. And it's just really cool. Like it's got kind of a grungy filtered look to it and it's, um, it's black and white, but it has just a very slight hint of a, of a, like a beige tone. I don't want to say CP or Matt will hang up, yeah. uh, <laughs> but it, it has a very, um, uh, slight monochromatic look to it. And, uh, it just kind of really popped out when I was looking through all the submissions. Yeah. Matt, what are your thoughts? Um, I'm digging it. It's, uh, you know, it, it's Cleveland, so it's got the appropriate <laughs> gritty look to it. And uh, just like the, the movement of the, the person that's walking through the frame, it's got this kind of blur to it. And, um, you know, it kind of makes you wonder, like, are, are they running? Are they being chased? What's going on? Um, I don't know. I just think it's pretty cool. I like it. Yeah. What are your thoughts, Dave? Yeah, I mean, it, 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 it's nice. And the, the person almost, because of the blurriness and how dark they are, they almost look like a shadow. Yeah. You know, it, it almost, I mean, except for the sneakers, or I guess they look, well, the shoes look like they have a white bottom. But outside of that, it almost looks like you're capturing a shadow here going against the wall, which is kind of a neat, neat feel to it. Yeah. I like the uh, I like the the two windows at the top. I keep my eyes are drawn up to it because the there's three there's actually three windows up there. Uh, there's two dark ones on either side, and the middle one looks like it's wide open, um, and you can see the shadows and the light hitting it. it. It just my eye keep between the person and those windows at the top. That's where my eyes are going. And uh, I think it's pretty cool. It has a very, uh, not cartoonish, but uh, a sketch feel to it. And, um, and I like it. It's pretty cool. Well, congratulations, Matt DeVore. You are our Post Pick of the Week winner. If you would like to be chosen as Post Pick of the Week, you have two options. You can do what Matt did and a few other people by going on to Facebook and looking for our weekly photo challenge. The other option is to uh, go onto Instagram and use the hashtag tiny shutter. So the second, uh, during the first week of uh, at the end of the first week of the weekly photo challenge, we go to Instagram and choose from the hashtag tiny shutter so that we give people plenty of time to, uh, participate in the weekly photo challenge. Cool. All right. We have, since we are done with this weekly photo challenge, we have to choose another and uh, pre-show we've already chosen it and it is monochrome. Explain what monochrome is. 
Okay, I'll take this one. Um, <laughs> Monarch. Well, actually, Matt Devore's photo actually inspired my my thought on on choosing monochrome because um, monochrome. I think a lot of people would probably think it's black and white, but it is. But you can also add a color tone to it, and it doesn't have to be, you know, the common sepia tone. It could be like a cool blue tone or a purple tone but it it's just one color tone added to the image so it's basically a black and white with a, a hint of some color whether it's green pink doesn't matter whatever whatever color you think would add to the the mood of the image so um you know let, let's see let's see everybody's uh um monochrome images i i did a I did a monochrome uh, 365 project one time. Um, we called it monochrome. Me and a friend did it. Um, but it was just black and whites. So, I mean, that was challenging. So, um, But for, for a couple of weeks, you know, we'd like to see stuff that you shoot from today on till the end of the challenge. You know, not necessarily digging from the archives. So when you go out there... Try to think in kind of black and white, and then add a hint of color to to suit the mood of the image. Yeah, uh, Polar the Pol Polar the app has um, options of you know being able to choose different uh, different colors with your monochrome. So that's a good one to to look through, and. I don't and Snapseed. You can do the same thing, but a lot of times you're changing the hue or the um, what's the other hue and uh, tint. There we go. Mm, yes. Um, so you have hue and tint with uh, uh, different colors that you can add to the uh, monochrome image, or you could just keep it black and white. So. Oh yeah, yeah. They could be black and white. That's that's. Uh you know, that's more than fine. Very cool. I look forward to that. And hopefully, yeah, like, uh, like Greg said, you know, don't, don't dig into your archives, go and go out and take a picture and, de and develop it into a monochrome image and post it. You know, we, that's, that's what these challenges are all about. It's being able to go out and that challenge for those two weeks and do something with those images, you know, give, give yourself a challenge. Don't, uh, don't sit back and just like, Oh, that one. Yeah. I like this one from three years ago. Uh, cause you've got 4,200, uh, images on your phone. Uh, you know, get out there. <laughs> yeah. That's what we need to do. All right. Well, is there anything else that you guys want to bring up? Because I think we have ourselves a show. I think I'm good. Yeah, everything good here. All right. Well, well I didn't wait for Matt, but um, I'll go ahead and play this. <laughs> yeah. I'm good. We came, we saw, we kicked it ass. All right. Well, let's go around and tell people where they can find you. Let's start with you, Greg. You can find me on Instagram at McMillan Photo, on Twitter, McMillan underscore photo. And on our Facebook group and the Artful Eye Photography community, just with my name, Greg McMillan. Excellent. Dave. Sure, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter as ProfPod and the Artful Eye Photo Photography group and the uh, Facebook group is Dave Podner. Excellent. Matt. All right, you can check me out on Instagram. I am Twitter and the Artful Eye Photography community at M. Hoffman Photo. All right. You can find me on Instagram at Joseph Ferreira. You can find links to our show notes, to our YouTube channel, our Facebook group, and other things by going to tinyshutter.com. All right, gentlemen, good show. It's good to be back. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what's happening in the next week. So why don't you guys say goodnight to everybody? Good night, everybody. Have a great one. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, head over to iTunes and leave us a review and a five-star rating. See you next week. Thank you.
everything's perfectly all right now. We're fine. We're all fine here now. Thank you. How are you? Kowalski, what's our trajectory? 95% certain this will end in massive, flaming disaster. And the other 5%? Irrelevant, sir. Howdy, friends. It's Crazy Ernie from Crazy Ernie's Used Car Emporium. It's a giant supermarket of cars. I got so many cars, people come up to me and say, Hey, Crazy Ernie, where'd you get all those cars? Looky here. I got red cars. I got green cars. I got enough cars to choke a camel. Tell you what, friends, if nobody comes down and buys a car for me in the next hour, I'm gonna club this baby seal! That's right! I'm gonna club a seal to make a better deal! No, I'll do it too, cause I'm crazy! That don't make no sense! <laughs> <laughs> That's Supplies! A long one. Supplies!